Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of the Turd Ferguson Report. I am your host, Art Mosley, and today we are fortunate to have all the way from the eastern part of the state, Coach Damian Postel, head coach of the Grovetown Warriors. Coach Postel, how are you doing this evening? Doing great, great. Good. Coach, first of all, thanks for taking some time out to talk to us a little bit about uh, the Grovetown Warriors. I know uh, as we speak, it's Monday uh, the 23rd, and you are gearing up uh, for the uh, first practice coming up this Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, we are. We're just uh, anticipating Wednesday. we got a couple things going on tomorrow to get us prepared for Wednesday, and, and we'll take it from there and just get going. Good, good, good. Coach, tell us a little bit about your history, your background. Where did you get your first start? Uh, Why did you get into coaching and teaching, and uh, who were some of the coaches that have influenced you uh, over um, over your career? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I started off at Jefferson County in 2004. Uh, I was there for eight years uh, under Coach Arnold, who's still the head coach over at Jefferson County, uh, and they're also the Warriors. And then <laughs> I took a year in 2012 and went to uh, Jenkins County as a defensive coordinator under Ashley Harden. Uh, he took over the program that year. We went six and four, and then came here to Grovetown 2013. And just been here ever since. And, and it's under Rodney Holder, who was here um, previous head coach here, gave me an opportunity to be the uh, defensive back coach. And then the very next year, I was the defensive coordinator. So um, it was just something that just happened, and, and it really, really got into uh, coaching and teaching uh by chance in the sense uh just never really thought about the idea of coaching and teaching i had some great coaches in high school um coach carl west was is probably the most influential coach that i've had even um you know as far as college coaches as well he was he played at south carolina with uh george rogers in the same backfield so uh he, he influenced me in the game itself um, but as far as like coaching, I just I never really thought that I would be a coach, and it just kind of happened by chance. Like I said, we uh, came here to Georgia. This is where my wife was from, and um, we met in college. And she was a basketball player, and we just kind of got together and came here. And and we had a house here based on her grand grandmother passing away, and it just kind of worked out from there. So. Well, and uh, I know numbers don't tell the whole story, Coach, but I'd imagine the folks in the Grovetown community are happy it worked out like that. Uh, Last season, your team advanced to the second round of the GHSA playoffs. I believe, was that for the first time in school history, Coach? Yes. um, My very first year in 2016, we made the first round for the very first time in school history. Uh, We were on the road. We were number three seed going to Northside and played them and got beat the first round and then so in the second second year we we moved up we were region region runner up this this past season and made it to the second round lost to the eventual eventual state champs in Lee County and uh, we're just looking to just keep on moving forward from there this season. Well, coach, you talked about um, uh, advancing to the second round last season. We know that what you did last year. Nobody cares about that coming into this year. Uh, you've got to replace a couple of. Uh, 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 weapons, I, I guess you can call them weapons on offense. D'Angelo Durham, over 1,100 yards receiving last season, 19 touchdowns. Um, Braxton, uh, I'm sorry, that was rushing, not receiving. Nine, 11, yeah, oh, rushing, 19 touchdowns. And then Braxton Wharton, your leading receiver, over 600 yards 
uh, and a couple of uh, uh, quarterbacks that passed over 1,400 yards. Coach, I, obviously replacing some of that senior leadership is a, is a challenge, but what are some of the biggest challenges, in, in your words, that you would face this season? Um, well, and it's, it's, it's kind of – it's kind of weird how you how you starting that one off because we actually got a transfer in at running back from Jaquinius Brown from Greenbrier who rushed up for over fourteen hundred yards and twenty touchdowns. So he kind of fills the void at running back. Okay. Just kind of you know getting that going, and then we've had a couple of guys that step up at receiver and at quarterback position that they were kind of unexpected. So uh, this summer we've looked. I mean, it's looked good. We've looked good in pads at OTAs. We look good at seven on seven. Uh, just putting the all together during the season. So it's just kind of getting them ready during the summer like we've done, and uh, we continue to just progress forward and, and uh, just, just keep doing what we've been doing these past couple of weeks. So I think we'll have some, some great success on the offensive side of the ball. Coach, uh, you, you, you talked about some uh, – well, you got a, a transfer coming in, but some other players stepping up. I know this is only your third season, but are you involved in the middle school or feeder team at all, or, or how does that work? We get fed from the – Columbia Middle, which is right next door to us, and it's probably about a split between maybe 70, 30 of those kids. 70% come here, uh, 30% goes towards Evans uh, High School, and then at Grove Town Middle, we get all our kids from that program. But um, we have a pretty good relationship with Columbia Middle, and as far as Grove Town, whatever we need, whatever we're doing system-wise, they're trying to implement it in the systems there, and also our Grove Town Pop Warner program. Um, everybody's actually on our huddle. They get everything that we do playbook-wise and film-wise. They know the language we speak and what we're doing, so we're, we're getting it implemented in like it should be. Very very good, Coach. Uh, let's talk about – let's switch gears a little bit and talk about um, uh, some of your players on offense and defense, some names you can give us, uh, leading returners especially. Like I said, I know we've, we've got some – some some folks coming in that you were impressed with over some workouts. What are some of those names that folks can, uh, should be familiar with or could be familiar with uh, this season? Gotcha. Well, on our defensive side of the ball, our defensive front is probably one of the strongest in the CSRA in our area. Uh, Kyle Bryant, who uh, garnered six Division One scholarship offers at defensive end. He's 6'3", 240. Uh, we have another defensive end, Simeon Barrow, who's a junior. Uh, he's 6'3", 235. Um, and just in our secondary, we got Tyler Mullins, another transfer coming from Greenbrier, who's got some, who's got offers as well. Um, Justin Franklin from uh, Lakeside, another transfer in at corner. Uh, both of those guys are at corner and safety, and both pretty much can help us depth wide at safety. They have offers, and uh, just just those are a few guys we have. Jonathan Hogan at the outside linebacker, six two, two hundred fifteen pound kid who's played defensive end for us and made the move to our outside line back at the pony position and uh it made a great adjustment so um and then we got to replace two linebackers in the middle um but those we got some young kids in there two juniors that we think they can kind of fill the void a little bit for us and uh on offensive side of the ball we're anchored on our offensive line by a three-year starter and trading graham um on, on in our receiver core we have uh bashawn morris who who garnered some offers uh, Michael Santos, who garners uh, two offers, and then a junior, and Kurt Smith, who's about a six-two, one hundred eighty-pound receiver that we can kind of go to as well. So we got the, we got a good group of weapons on in our uh, receiver core, and our quarterback Corey Bryant has stepped up. He's about six-one, two hundred pounds. He played JV season, went uh, five and one in JV season, and has really come into this junior year and taking the role as a leader in our at our quarterback position. 
All right. Coach, uh, you gave us a lot of names, and, and I hope hopefully I won't be redundant here, but are there any any players either of that list or maybe uh, that are poised for a breakout season that might, you know, no one might have, might have saw coming? Oh, sure. Um, well, of course, the transfer, John Quavis Brown, he's made the Dream 16 here in the area. Uh, looking for him to have a breakout year at running back, and then uh, Bashawn Morris at receiver. He's a he's a one that I mentioned, but he's about six two, two hundred, who's a senior and uh, has really impressed some college coaches um, going to camps. And, and we think we have, have a breakout season as well. Um, on the defensive side, I think Kyle Bryant's going to come into his own, have probably a ten plus sack season. Uh, of course, uh, Simeon Barrow, he actually led us in sacks last year as a sophomore. I think he'll have another breakout season this year. He just they they're two bookends we think that uh, can hold down our defensive front pretty well. So uh, we're looking at some other guys there. Uh, Cole Brown, who's a quiet guy at running back, is going to kind of help us uh, with uh, JQ in the backfield. But uh, I think he may have one of those seasons, you know, that that that's surprising to some people. So, uh, coach, it sounds like uh, you you have a lot to be excited about uh, coming into. Coming to this season, is is there anything that you're looking forward to the most uh, this season, or, or, or what is the thing you're looking forward to the most this season? Um, I think just uh, seeing our guys progress forward. I mean, we've done that. We've we've won seven games last year, the most in school history. Hopefully, we can continue to to, to gain on that and uh, just the experience that we've had on, on our uh, on our team and just the experience we have in our coaching staff. Um, I mean, I think we we've got a pretty Pretty strong uh, non-region schedule playing Richmond Hill, who's a playoff contender in 6A, and Thompson, uh, North Augusta, out of South Carolina. Uh, those teams will be tough teams to kind of match up against, but we just want to prepare for our region. We feel like we can go out and win the region title and uh, just have, and have an opportunity to just kind of make, make some noise in the state this year. Once again, we're talking to Coach Damian Postel, head coach of the Grovetown Warriors, uh, out of Grovetown uh, in the CSRA. That is Central Savannah. Is, is that correct, Coach? Central Savannah region? Yeah. Okay. It sure is. All right. Uh, coach Postel, I know you mentioned you mentioned this before, and I think I know the answer to this, but every game is important. We know that. But is there any rivalry game that, that is more, most important to the, to the players of the community over Grovetown? Well, there's one. There's, there's two, actually, um, that are huge, and we have two local TV games that will be played here. One is our rival, Greenbrier. We go to Greenbrier. Of course, like I mentioned before, we got two kids that transferred from Greenbrier to us. So um, that's going to be one of those rivalry games. It's going to be on. It's, it's going to be on local station here, live. And uh, I think our kids will be out for it. They out for it every year. Um, and then the very next week is a Lakeside game that's on TV, and so uh, that's kind of been become a little rivalry as well. But I think our biggest one, and you know, I mentioned those two, but I think the biggest one we have would be the the last game of the season, which is against Evans. Evans has beat us the last two years in two close games, um, and they've won the region title last year. So we feel like that senior night game for our kids, and it being Evans, I mean, that's probably the one game that's circled uh, over all of them that we have. All right, Coach, we're gonna we're gonna give you some throw you some softballs here. I, I think there's some softballs. We'll try to have a little fun with you. Uh, greatest memory, okay. and then we'll wrap it up here. Greatest memory as a coach. I know you, whether head coach or assistant. Uh, uh, what, what are your greatest memories? Uh, I got well, man. 
Can I give more than one? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. The floor is All yours. Right. So, uh, as an assistant, I would have to say there's two memories that I have when I was at Jefferson County when uh, we played uh, the quarterfinals against Calhoun. Uh, that was one of the greatest games. Even though it was a game that we lost, um, it was one of the greatest games, I think, that's been played at that level. Calhoun hadn't given up more than 14 points in the game. We scored 35 against them. And, of course, they had Mr. Um, Derek Rogers, who went to Tennessee, and then Tennessee Chattanooga and played receiver, and he just torched us a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, but just getting to the quarter, that was the first year we ever made the quarterfinals. Uh, our team went 12-1. and That's one of the memories that I remember. That team was just a great group of kids because it wasn't like we had a couple dynamic kids, but there wasn't. it was just a great team. Uh, then I would say my the year the only year that I did at Jenkins County when I was a defense coordinator my first year as a D coordinator we go six and four the team hadn't had a winning season since 1999 wow. it was 2012 we got nine seniors on the team they did whatever we asked they all had the opportunity to go play college football and um, that was just one of the great experiences we didn't get the opportunity to make the playoffs even though they changed the playoff system that year for um, public and private single A in Georgia. Well, it was a point system, mm-hmm. so we missed the cut by two two positions. But um, it was just a great year to see those kids kind of progress and get better, and and uh, actually knock Johnson County out of the playoffs, playing them the last game of the season. So, and then I would say last year as a head coach, um, just winning that first playoff game, um, you know, having a home game here and and seeing the crowd and just the expression. I mean, last year was kind of a tough year from personally and my family but uh that was just special to be able to kind of win that first playoff game here and, and it happened at home very good coach uh thanks for sharing those those memories with them sounds like sounds like some good ones uh just a just a few more here if, if you weren't coaching or, or teaching what career would you have chosen coach oh man i had a couple of different options when i was coming out of college but i think i Anything that I would be doing, I would still be doing something that would be helping the next generation. Um, you know, just getting the satisfaction of seeing young men and women have an opportunity to go do something special, whether it's play college football, basketball, whatever they're doing, uh, whether it's academically they're doing it, and just have an opportunity to just get out of a situation that they didn't think they could get they could get out of. Um, I think I would still be just kind of helping the next generation find their way to where they're trying to go. Coach, what what do you uh, what do you want your legacy to be when you're done coaching? Whether that's if it if it ended tomorrow or if it's is thirty years from now, what do you want your legacy to be? Um, I think just the kids knew I cared. I mean, the wins and losses come; they'll remember you by certain deals. But uh, it's it's you know letting kids know that you care about them and, and you know worried about their future and what they're doing. So uh, my legacy would be probably just. Just letting kids know that I care. Thanks, Coach. All right, we got we we got one more question for you. And again, Coach Damian Postel, head coach of the Grovetown Warriors. That's Region Three Six A in the state of Georgia. That's the second highest classification uh, out of the CSRA region uh, in Metro Augusta. Coach, uh, if if anyone is traveling to the uh, Evans game, or if anyone's traveling to the Lakeside game, or or even for the opener against Richmond Hill, if anyone's traveling out to Grovetown, what's the best place to get a pregame meal? Man, um, I would have to say Shane's Rib Shack. Okay. Yes, they got some great barbecue there. Um, They actually just recently opened up in our area. 
uh, this past year. So it's just good that they actually are here and they actually gone to one of our uniforms and, and, and helmet in their restaurant. And, uh, but there is some great eating at Shane's Rib Shack. Absolutely. Well, if you're out, if you're out that way, checking out the Grovetown Warriors and, and coach, it sounds like you guys might be a team that makes a little bit of noise in the, um, in the uh, postseason, but uh, one one game at a time, I'm, I'm sure is what you would t- you would tell me first. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, sir. We we certainly appreciate you coming on with us, Coach. Thanks so much for your time. Uh, I do wish you the best of luck, and it's great to see what you're doing out at Grovetown. Um, best of luck this season, and, and hopefully, maybe we can talk to you later on uh, as the season progresses. Sure do. Thank you. All right. Thanks a lot, Coach. Thank you. Once again, our sincere thanks to Coach Damian Postel of the Grovetown Warriors for coming on and spending some time with us to talk about his team on our Conversations with Coaches segment. Please make sure to visit our sponsor, YourOrganizeIt.com. YourOrganizeIt.com helps people create order in their lives wherever it is lacking, from simple closet solutions, playroom overhauls, or whole house makeovers. YourOrganizeIt has a custom solution for you. YourOrganizeIt.com, that's Y-O-U-R, G-A-N-I-Z-E-I-T dot com. Your space, your time, your life. That's going to do it for this segment. I am your host, Art Mosley. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget you can find us online at turdferguson.com. That's T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N. And also on Twitter at turdfergusonrpt. Spelling is the same at T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N-R-P-T. Thanks for joining us today. Have a great day, everybody.